This is DJ Matt here on 91.5 KNSU Thibodeau, your local alternative, and welcome to Sports Chat. As always, DJ Echo is here. Yo, what up? <coughs> it's a good week. It is a good week. Football is in two days. Football starts in two days. Football starts in two days. Football starts in two week days. Week one, week one, baby. Week, week one. one. We did it. We did it. We survived. And hey, guess what? We're about to start our four-month-long journey of being GMs. Of what? Of our four-month-long journey of being GMs. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's already started, but... I mean, I should be GM of the year anyways. I got 13 teams. I, mean, <laughs> I did one yesterday. I shouldn't have. I just like I really wanted Josh Allen on one of the teams, so I did it. Oh my god! It's like no, it was a good. It was a good thing though. I got first round. I got Kamara. Then I got Najee. I had, like the last pick for the first round. Kamara and Najee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like so, then I got. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to get Josh. So I got Josh. <laughs> wow. And then like yeah, like it actually was. It's not a bad team. All right. Anyway, off topic. Um. So yeah. So football starts Thursday night. Bills at Rams, I believe. Is what the first game? What a great game to start the season oh, off I'm with. So pumped. What a great game to start the season off with. Honestly, I this this wait. is a game that could have. Been the Super Bowl last year, so oh, yeah. I'm 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 excited to see it. I'm so happy. I'm riding the Bills hard this year, though, honestly. Yeah, like really hard. Um, I, I I mean you and probably most of the NFL. I love that. Like, oh, man, turned it around. Top five favorite players in the league right now. I love Josh Allen. See this new generation of quarterbacks. What I like about it because it's so young now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of the old guys, the legends, they're kind of leaving the game. Except for Tom Brady's gonna stay here forever, <laughs> yeah. but. It's like these young guys, they come in. Like, you know, like Drew. I mean, yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna this by saying, like, you know, all the old quarterbacks do like that fun, too. I'm not just saying mm-hmm. they're like sticks in the mud, you know? But, like, Payne's intense, right? Tom's intense. Drew can be intense. Ben is intense. Phil Rivers is intense. You know, it's like all these older guys are very intense, you know, hard nosed guys. But guys like, you know, like Joe and like Justin and Josh and Lamar, they're like, they like that fun. Yeah. They, 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 you can see them having fun and, like, you know, they're cracking jokes, you know. It, I, I, I love that. They make it more relatable. <laughs> yeah. And I love this new generation of quarterback. I, I love it. I can't wait. The league's in great hands. So that's going to be on display in week one. I can't wait. Really good. Um, But again, there's not much NFL news to really get into. Because, I mean, I mean. I mean, not much. Is, you're not, you're not going to see too much happen now. Yeah. I feel like the only thing the only thing that we're going to have to talk about now is games. Which, I mean, it's fine. But about, Yeah. Um, yeah, there's really not much to talk about. Which is crazy. I guess we can talk about the Steelers real quick. So, like, so they did, uh, they haven't really announced who their starter is going to be. Uh, it's either Mitch or Pickett, but they didn't name captains. Now, everyone's reading into this, like, oh, Mitch is going to start, and he probably will start. But captains are voted on by the players. Coaches just, do- just doesn't yeah, assign captains. So, the players voted for Trubisky to beat captain. That doesn't make him a starter, per se, but my money is he will start. Because, I mean, that la- I watched that last preseason game against the Lions. He was. Mitch played pretty well, and obviously Pickett came and played well yeah. too. Like they're both capable quarterbacks. Um, so we have, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's it, it's it's like the usual people you would expect: Najee, TJ, yeah, Cameron great. Hayward, Mitch Trubisky, and then Miles Keller Blue. But like, like like you said, captains. I'm not I'm not someone who's going to read into that because, like you said, it's the players that vote on that. It's not the coaches. So I mean, yeah. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> What happened there? It fell. It fell. <coughs> That's why you have a cap on. Yep. Cap. That's right. Make sure you have caps on your things. Anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, look, the Steelers are in a tough division. I, I mean, look, Mitch is going to start, I think. I don't know how long he's going to start, um, but. I can't I can't imagine it'll be for too long, but. It just depends how the season's going, Let's just go look at the Steelers' schedule. I mean, I think week one is the Bengals. Yeah, they, they, so they, they play the Bengals week one. That could go either way. 
Then they play the Patriots. Then they play the Browns. Then they play the Jets. Then they play the Bills. Then they play the Bucks. They, they can go four and zero. They play the Bills and Bucks back to back. They can go four and zero. They play the Bengals first week. That's yeah, but it's week one, center miss. True, I guess. Like, but but I I feel like I feel like at some point in this time frame, Mitch is gonna have a bad game. Bills game. <laughs> Bills game. Bills or Bucks game. Bills or Bucks, and you gotta think. Whenever you have a uh, whenever you have a young guy who showed a lot of promise in the preseason and in training camp, all it takes is one game. Yeah. You know, for 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 you to be able to point the finger and say, "Well, you lost us that game," to want to say, "Well, let's put the other guy in." So. It just mi- depends. Yeah. I mean, I the Steelers are still gonna win like nine or ten games. It's just how they are. I mean, yeah, they 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 pull it off no matter what somehow. Mike Tomlin. Go to coach. Yeah. This is something we talked about. I don't know if we touched on this last week. I don't think we did because we just did the mock draft. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo staying in San Francisco that, for another year. That he is, um, which is interesting. Um, the market's just not good, I think, right now. Well, it wasn't even that. You got to think like the teams that needed quarterbacks weren't gonna weren't gonna take the what like twenty six million cap hit that Jimmy Garoppolo came with. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo just isn't that good of a quarterback to take that much of a cap hit with. And the teams that needed quarterbacks probably found them cheaper elsewhere or just said, you know what, we're just going to wait. I'm going to be honest. This is, I mean, look, everyone was talking about like Jimmy G to the Browns. But I'm like, if I'm the Browns, I wouldn't do that. No, you, there's no need for that. I was thinking, because I remember originally whenever Baker was being traded, I was like, Baker should go to Seattle. Okay, so if Baker would have went to Seattle, which I think would have been a great fit, mm-hmm. then that would leave Jimmy G to go to the Panthers. But you see, now that since Baker went to the Panthers, the 49ers are not going to trade him to the in division rival with the Seahawks. Right. So that kind of I think also kind of destroys. Well, and this is and this is another thing. I feel like I feel like Seattle has made it perfectly clear that they're not trying to win any games this season oh, because taking. because they kept Drew Locke and Geno Smith. <laughs> they kept Drew Locke and Geno Smith. They didn't go for any quarterback. So like you know, I think I think they've made it obviously clear that it's a tank season for them. Um yeah. So but I mean, so yeah, Jimmy G's gonna be there for one year. I think after this year he'll be a free agent, so mm-hmm. um, he'll be easier to pick up, I guess. Um, now, yeah. which team next year is gonna need him? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, because everyone seems to be. I mean, Seattle could pick him up technically. He'd be a free agent, so he could yeah. go to Seattle then. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anywhere else he would potentially go. Maybe Houston, if depending what Davis Mills does. But I think they like Davis Mills down there, so I don't know if that's yeah. gonna be. Even if they have a bad year, I think they like Davis Mills. So. It, I don't know. It's I mean, he was he was like the second best rookie quarterback of the class Ooh, last year. What about year. the Lions? Maybe that is true because Jared Goff is obviously not the long term. He's not. But then I don't I don't know. Like replacing Jared Goff with Jimmy G doesn't but seem J- like Jared Goff still got a couple more years left on his deal too, so it's gonna be hard. I don't know, but like I don't know. But Jimmy G is gonna be somewhere else next year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Saints. Look, the Saints could be an option too. I mean, I, I see. I like Jameis, but let's say something happens with Jameis and he just doesn't perform. I mean, we could easily get out of his deal. Yeah. So I we mean, can yeah. we can swing Jimmy G. I think. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that's gonna happen. Nor I mean I mean I would like it to happen if it worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Jameis is gonna have a good year. I like Jameis this year. He's gonna be good. Come yeah, back for the year, Jameis Winston. Yeah. Call Booker right now. Oh yeah. Um. Put your bets on it right now. Put your bets on it right now. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what's boring today, but we're gonna. But Thursday after Thursday, it's gonna be good. We're gonna have a lot to talk about next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get into some NBA real quick because there was a big trade. That there happened. was a big trade, and uh, of course, it happens after our show. But anyway, everything. Um, so Donovan Mitchell 
is now a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't have exactly what they gave him. I'm trying to see. Uh, so they traded Donovan Mitchell to the, to the cast. The cast sent Laurie Markkinen. I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce that name. <laughs> and uh, Colin Sexton. Three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps. Um, That's a good haul for, for Utah. I like this deal for both sides. Oh, yeah, I do. Because... What the Jazz have now is they kind of have what the Thunder have and what the Pelicans had. Where it's like, we have a lot of draft capital, and we actually have, like, young players that we can build around. Like, obviously, the Jazz ain't going to do nothing next year. They're lucky to No. They can win 30 games, I think. Not the Jazz. Never mind. They'll be bad. But but they still got they still got good people. Like, Sexton's a, a player that you can have, and he's very young. He's still growing. You can, you can have, like, he'll be a key piece in the coming years for them to rebuild that team to be contenders again. And Markkinen's honestly, like, he's moved around a lot, but he's a really solid player as well. Um, so the Jazz, um, I mean, they got, they got, like the Thunder, they're, they're not going to do anything right now, but they have the capital to make things happen. They can, you know, they're going to slowly build it. So I like what they're doing. Now for Cavs, are they instant contenders? No, I don't think they are. But I definitely do think it puts them in the upper echelon of the yes. teams in the East. They could, there'll be a top six team. Because you have to think, you, okay, you have East. to think they have Devin, uh, Devin. I'm combining names now. You have Darius Garland, yes. who was all-star level talent last year. You have Evan Mobley, who's been progressing a lot. You still have Jared Allen, and now you have Donovan Mitchell. So it's I a mean, good starting lineup. that is a really good starting lineup. They did have to give up a good bit, but I mean, we're talking about Donovan Mitchell. I mean, of course, you're gonna have to give up a good bit. And look, Isaac Okoro as well is and, and is like a good player too. And yeah. they still got you got Karis Levert. C.D. Osmond, right? They, 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 got, they got Kevin Love still. Yeah, they so still do have a good roster. It's a good roster. They, they're going to be a top six team in East next year. I can I can fully see it. So and so so whenever you look at the Jazz, I feel like I feel like they didn't like 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 win the off season out of every team, but they've definitely done a really good job. You got to think about everything that they've gotten for their two top guys, Rudy Gobert. They've only gotten rid of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, and yeah. they've received. Like 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 what like what is this one two three four they I think they received four first round picks from the Rudy Gobert trade they just received three first round picks from the Donovan Mitchell trade you know they receive they receive some other PA, uh, players they flip Patrick Beverly into some other things so I mean oh, yeah, like they they've done a lot which I would I would almost put them now in a tier with um, the Thunder yeah. Where they have a lot of draft capital, they have a guy. Uh, Cleveland has Colin Sexton, and um, the Thunder has um, SGA. So and I mean, and my boy, uh, what's that dude? I can't believe I'm blanking on that dude's name. He's like, I mean, he just drafted Chet, and they have a uh, what's that other guy? I love that dude, Josh Giddey. Yes, I yeah. love Giddy. That's my guy. So they, but I mean, but I mean, like they both have like a guy who's like the obvious number one on their team. They have like a core, so it's, right, it's, so. They're in a good spot. And this, this is the thing with draft picks. Like, draft picks are not valuable because, oh, I get to have a high draft pick. I get to pick a player high in the draft. Which, I mean, obviously, there's a really good player in the draft. Obviously, that's very valuable. Right. Right now, in this era of the league, draft picks, draft picks are more valuable in terms of trade assets. The Thunder, once they have their core in the draft set up, they can go get. Like, they have the capital to get a big player. No, they do. 
And like the Jazz have that as well now, where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we have this core, we can we can make a swing and, out of players. And play you, it, you so. have to think, you have to think, teams like the Jazz, teams like the Thunder, what do they have in common? They're in small markets. You have to trade for these guys because more than likely you're not going to get free agents to want to go there. Yeah. So you have to trade for them, and they have the capital necessary to get those guys. So I mean. I, I, I think I think this is one of those few trades where it looks like one side got fleeced, but honestly, both no. sides won. The Jazz have had a really good offseason. No, even really. though they lost Gobert and, and Mitchell, and Mitchell. Like, what they got from it was, both. It was obvious. It was obvious that they didn't want to play together anymore. And even if they did, it was obvious that they weren't getting anywhere with that core. So yeah. it, it, it was good that they broke them up. And I, and I think honestly, it was good that they got rid of both of them instead of just keeping one. And like you start over, but yet you still have pieces that you can still build with. So yeah. like, so it's not a complete like it's a complete reset, but it's not a complete reset. Like you like it, there's it's building a, blocks there. It's already. a complete reset with a head start, basically. Yes. So I so like I said, it might take two or three years, like the Thunder. They're two years, three, you know. But eventually they're gonna it's gonna pay off. They're gonna have yeah. they're gonna make a big move because or because you got somebody huge. You got to think you got to think LeBron's eventually gonna retire. Yeah. Steph's eventually gonna retire. You know all these all these top guys are eventually gonna retire. And what's gonna happen? The Utah Jazz and the yeah. Oklahoma City Thunder and teams like that and the New Orleans Pelicans are going to be poised to take control of the West. Because they're young. Because they're young. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm excited for basketball season. Now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Let's talk about the Pelicans. I'm so excited. I mean, it's just, I can't wait for it to start. I really can't. Like, I'm, the, my expectations are so high, which is probably a bad thing for me because, like, <laughs> I, I, they can only disappoint. Yeah. Like, but I'm so excited! I, I can't wait. This this is this I is why wait. I just generally keep my expectations pretty low, just for everything. Like I try to, but it's like ah, it's just it's so hard not to. Yeah, it, no, it is it is hard. I pulled up the NBA stuff on ESPN.com, and apparently there is a game September 30th between the Warriors and the Wizards at 5 a.m. <laughs> Take that with what you will. Why? Um, is it being played in a different country? I'm assuming. Because the Clippers are playing some, I don't even know what team that is, MRC, some foreign team, I guess. Oh. It's preseason stuff. But, like, still. Oh. So, basketball is only a month and a half away, I think. Yeah. Because, like, in the middle mean, of October, it starts, the, I believe. Uh, their, their first preseason game is October 4th. So, like, basically a month from now. And their first regular season game is October 19th. Against yeah, it's like a month, a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half Oh, from now. boy, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, it's getting good. So, I mean, yeah, I mean. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a sports fan. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> um, also, th- let's talk about this a little bit. Because this is interesting. I found this interesting. So, obviously, we all know, like, LeBron wants to play with Bronny. Like, we know that's that's mm-hmm. out there. We already know that. Yeah. But I think he also wants to play with Bryce. Yeah, he did. I, I did see that. I did see that he, that so, he said he wanted to do this that. is interesting. So, like... Bryce, so, is, Bryce is a sophomore in high school, right? I think he's a sophomore. Bronny's a senior. Yeah, Bronny's about to go to college. I think Bryce is a sophomore. So, given the NBA rules, it would be at least four years before Bryce would be on a team. So, Bryce would be in the league Bronny, two years? Bronny would be in the league. If he's, if he's a senior this year, he has this year, so like, freshman year, and then he can be in the yeah, league. Yeah, so two years. So, two years. So four years for. Does, I wonder how this is gonna play Bryce. out because obviously LeBron did his contract where he'd be a free agent. I think whenever Bronny is gonna be in the league. So like. Yeah, he has he has his uh, player option whenever. Yeah. Bronny gets in the league. So but here's my thing. That's I wonder how that's gonna work because like teams, like who knows how good Bronny's gonna be, where he's gonna be like ranked in the draft rankings. But that's not even the point. 
That's no, not but it's like point. But LeBron's gonna have to make his move after the draft. And like, if you're a team and you're like, yeah, like we want Bronny, but that's but what if we don't want LeBron? Because like LeBron will be older then, and plus he's gonna cost. Unless he's like, I don't care about money, which I mean, he might. I don't know what is. Like, I wonder how they're gonna approach that because I, I don't see. Like, I don't I see LeBron like, just going to like just saying I want to be on this team, and they're gonna be like, all right, you know. Okay, well, first off, we're, we're we're first off we're talking about LeBron, the first ever active NBA player to be a billionaire. I don't think LeBron yeah. really cares about money. He's made it clear that he wants to play with Bronny, so I feel like if he really wants to do that, he is gonna have to say, I don't care about money. And Sign me to a vet men or whatever. Yeah, but see, but like, that's what I'm saying. Though, like, I don't know if LeBron's doing that. And like, and like, I look, obviously, I'm saying like, why wouldn't the team want LeBron? But I'm just saying though, like, that is that is two years from now. Like, who knows what LeBron's gonna be? And then at the same time, it's like. If you're a team, like, you want Bronny, but if you don't want LeBron, like, you don't have space for LeBron. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like, I just don't see LeBron going to a team without the, like, like, a team goes to a player. A player doesn't necessarily go to a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't see LeBron going to, let's say, I don't know. Let's say the Hornets got Bronny. I can't see, I can't see LeBron just going to Michael Jordan. Hey, I want to be on your team. And and Michael Jordan being like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I don't know. I, I think it's more complicated than what it's. It, it is more complicated, be. but I, but I, I could think, be wrong. But I think but. I think if LeBron can upkeep, like obviously he's not in his prime. Well, but if if I mean if, last year was pretty good. I mean I mean last year was good, but but I mean the rest of the team sucked. But. Yeah, but if he can upkeep the the level of play that that he's been displaying for the past couple of years for the next three years, I mean I don't see why any team wouldn't Bro, want him. Would it be insane? Now I think I've said this before. I don't know if I said this on air. I mean, look, listen. I we go. I used to love LeBron, okay, and <laughs> okay, and what he did, what him and AD did to the Pelicans, I I can never forgive. Actually, I can forgive if this were to happen. That year, Bronny comes out, Pelicans tank, we get Bronny and LeBron. All will be forgiven, okay? All will be forgiven with LeBron. I'll be a LeBron fan again if he came to the Pelicans. I'm serious. I'm not even joking. Cause think about it, that'd be a great place for Bronny. Cause if we still have Zion, Bi, everybody, oh my God, yeah, LeBron and Bronny to that. Oh, championships, let's go. LeBron will finally get to pass Michael. Think about it. LeBron will pass Michael because we'll win at least three championships. And <laughs> and he'll be the GOAT. See, it works out for everybody. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding, but I am kidding. Um, that's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. That's never going to happen. Uh, no, speaking of, I was, so Leo turned me on to the Lakers doc that's on Hulu right now. So I started watching. I watched the first two episodes. And it's very intriguing. And, it, and you know what? It made me upset. Because I used to be a huge Lakers fan, and it's hard for me to root for him. When they had Kobe. Yes, yes. Like my whole like, I remember like like I was like seven years old. We're in school playing basketball. Everyone wanted to be the Lakers. Like yeah, that was the team, right? Kobe and Shaq, and then you know obviously Kobe and, and Kobe uh, Pau. Pau. So um, I mean, so like I love the Lakers. I really do. It's just it makes me mad that I can't root for him right now because I mean obviously yeah. AD and LeBron's on there. I can't wait for them to leave the Lakers. I'm a, that's when I'll, I'll root for the Lakers again when they leave. Oh, um, my God, yeah. But, like, it may, like I, I love the Lakers. I do. Man. Why do you have to ruin a good thing? <laughs> I mean, we're, 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 we're talking about LeBron here, yeah. so, I mean. Yeah. And I used to be a big fan of LeBron. I used to love LeBron. Seriously. Yeah. I, I just, I just, man. See, dude, Kevin Durant's getting to that level, too, now, where it's like, like I like you, man. You're obviously an amazing player and all time and great, but you're doing like all this selfish stuff, and it's just like not cool, man. Like you make me not want to like you. I just 
you know why did he do that <laughs> mm. which is also what we need to talk about Kevin Durant staying in Brooklyn yeah I mean so I don't know how that's gonna work out for another year <laughs> it, 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 it is gonna be interesting just because I mean I, I, I feel like I feel like now any chemistry that was there is gonna be like fragile just because like he's made it clear that he doesn't want to be there but i don't think it's about the players he really is, i think his beef is with steve nash really okay but but steve nash is still there so like <laughs> it, it's it's still gonna cause problems i mean no matter how you look at it I don't know. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a sticky situation no matter how you look at it oh yeah facts um, so i mean yeah so i don't know how that's gonna work out i think i mean obviously i think they're gonna stay together for another year obviously Next off season, we'll probably have to do this all again. <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, I just, I don't know. I Brooklyn's don't... Brooklyn's a very interesting like mess. I, I'm I'm definitely low on them now. Like I don't I don't have them going anywhere this year. I like Bucks. I like the 76ers. Um, I like Miami more than I like. I might even like Cleveland right now more than I like Brooklyn. Seriously. Because I don't know if that level of dysfunction can be overcome. I, you know, you know, I think, I think that there's a lot of people, kind of with this with this era of basketball, that call all the players as a whole. They just lump all the players and they call them mentally weak. And I don't, I don't, I don't think buy that, into that. I don't buy into that. But for Kevin Durant. It, it, it's hard for me to sit here and not say that just based on like the actions that he's taken and I don't blame him for going to the Warriors because like mm-hmm. at the end of the day whenever it comes down to um, goat convos rings does come up a lot yeah. it's not the deciding factor but it does come up a lot but to go then to a team make all the demands every single demand that you've made is met and then to sit there and say it's me or the coach, but you, the same the coach. coach that you brought in. Yeah, see, that's that's where you lost, man. Like, I, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like at that point you got to say like, dog, they've met every single one of your demands. Like, and then now you're going back on your demands. Like, I, you know what? This is my point of view, and I've come to peace with him going to Golden State. Obviously, I'm, I'm I didn't like that move. I just felt like it screwed the league over. But if you're gonna screw the league over, you better win a championship. And, and I mean, they, and they I did. mean, he did. So, they did. So I mean, so at that, so I've come to peace with it. I really think if he would have stayed in OKC, him and Russ, mm-hmm. I think they could have gotten the championship. I really do think probably because they were literally right there. Mm-hmm. Like they literally were right there. So I think they could have. <laughs> if they would have stayed together, I think they would have gotten the, like because I don't think Golden State would have. I think if I mean I don't think they would have. Uh, I don't think they would have been as dominant, obviously. No, they. I think OKC could have gotten them a year, and then it'd been them in, in Cleveland. I think they would have beaten Cleveland. They, they definitely could have. I, I so I, I, I think, I think, I think me and like, you and why so many people dislike them is because Kevin Durant ushered this movement of disloyalty in the NBA, where like it didn't matter. There's no point in staying on a team. Just go join a team, win a championship, and then well, move on. Well, I mean, on. LeBron kind of did it for when he went to Miami. I mean, but, I mean, yes, but, but I it mean, wasn't as like it wasn't crazy. like. Like, I mean... It wasn't like everybody, like, oh, let's go and do point. it. Right. LeBron was a free agent. So, I mean, Kevin Durant was a free agent, too. But, like, I don't know. 
it was just like more obvious because like they had just won a championship. Miami had been like a year or two, a couple of years, and they won a championship. Yeah. So it wasn't like. I mean, I mean, we're talking about we're talking about a team who broke the 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 the, the single season record for record seventy three and you know no. whatever, and then Kevin Durant joins them. It's yeah, like oh my god, this is ridiculous. It wasn't like LeBron was joining a Miami team that was like. Yeah. All all worldly like. They had to bring in Bosch too as well. Yeah. Not just LeBron. So I mean. So. And and they still didn't even win every single year that they were but, together. But I mean, so. look, listen, I'm not. I don't believe every. I don't believe the NBA is mentally weak. But there's something in the Lakers doc that I forgot who said it. Was it James Worthy that said it? Somebody said it in the Lakers doc where it was like, like, cause like it was like an injury that happened. It might have been actually might have been Kareem. Like Kareem got hurt, sprained his ankle. Yeah. And like he went in the locker room, mm-hmm. and this was in the finals. And he came back and he played the rest of the game, and I think they won. So and they were saying how like. Back then, we didn't like we weren't no cupcake league. Like we were, we were hard. Like we, like even if we were hurt, we'd go back out there. And yeah, play. and, I, and I, like nowadays, it's and like, you know, well, I think another thing that lends into that is people taking uh, is players taking games rest. Yes, I think that that's another thing that lends into that. And 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 I always go back to what Kobe what Kobe said on the matter. He said he he always talked about what if there was a fan that yes. saved up money to come watch me play that game, and, and they could only that. come to that game. Yes, why would I not play for that one fan? See, look. It's like the Pelicans game when we went to, right? Where, like, look, they actually had real injuries. Like, I'm not... I mean, they I'm not, I'm they not, did have real injuries. So, like, this is kind of like... I'm not saying that they, like, they just didn't play because they didn't want to play. No, I'm, like, they were hurt. They legit were hurt, so they couldn't play. But, like, just think... Let's say, like, I was, like, that's the only game I could go to the rest of my life. It's just kind of disappointing. It, yeah, it just sucked not being able to see B.I. or Zion I mean, we got to see Tatum and, and Brown play, which was cool. Yeah, we got to see Tatum play, but I mean, like... But, like, but like the Pelicans, like, none of the starters play. Like, Herb was like, the only starter that played that game. Yeah. Honestly. So, so, so I mean, if, so, you, if you're, if you're, for example, if you're a Clippers fan, yeah. any game that you go to, you're probably not going to see one of or both of Kawhi or Paul George. Yeah. Because of load management. I mean, I get it. These players want to perform at their best in the playoffs. But like the thing is, is that you got to look at it from a perspective of people who can't afford to go to the playoffs. They can only afford to go to regular season games. Mm-hmm. They want to see their players. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's um, and like look, there was a there was a there was a clip um when they were playing the Celtics. It was the first time they were playing the Celtics, or was it the second time they played the Celtics in the finals? I don't remember. But uh, the dude was going up for like a dunk. And then Kevin was it Kevin McHale? Kevin McHale just like clotheslined him in the neck, right? And he fell. Uh huh. And like, like in the NBA, like you're, they were like, yeah, you would get like a fifty thousand dollar fine, and like you know, you, all you'd be suspended for the next game. Mm-hmm. But like back then, like that was acceptable, right? So it's like I think the league has gone softer, but like not like in a bad way. I mean, way, I mean, they, I, you know what? I'll just say the game has changed. The game has just changed. Yeah, the game has changed. Um. But again, I'm still excited for the NBA season. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be um, good, um, exciting. Um, yeah. So MLB update real quick. MLB um, update. Because my Brit, look, listen, the Mets. Yeah, you got DS coming out, Timmy Trumpet, which electric. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but they're still not gonna do nothing in the playoffs. The Braves are one game behind them in the standings right now. They're gonna, Braves are gonna win that division. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. The Mets are fakers. I'm telling you right now, y'all can. Get off that bandwagon. Braves are coming for the crown. Repeat champions. The Yankees, man, the Yankees, man, they they gonna they gonna fade out too. The only thing that's gonna stop the Braves right now is gonna be the Dodgers. Okay, it's gonna be the Dodgers. Okay, once they get past the Dodgers, make it to the World Series, we're gonna play the Astros. We beat the Astros last year. We ain't scared of the Astros. The Rays, they ain't scared of the Rays. I mean, 
Guardians. Pfft. Like, the Mariners finally might make the playoffs, so they might have a tweet about them for once. So that'll be interesting. But no, nah, Braves all the way. I'm I'm confident this year. Repeat champions. Let's go. That that that's really interesting though. Like like obviously I'm an outsider in baseball here, but like to lose your would you say Freddie Freeman was like your top guy? Oh yeah. So so to lose your top guy and to still make the playoffs, that's like that that that's really good for a franchise. But even looking at the Braves and the Mets, I mean the Braves are on a five game winning streak. Mets are on a two game losing streak. So I mean, you no, know. but here's the thing with the Braves. It's like so we lost Freddie Freeman, but we added Matt Olson from the A's. Mm-hmm. Matt Olson's production is obviously Freddie's the better player, but Olson's right. production is very similar good. to Freddie's. Yeah. But also another thing that's huge and that no one's talking about. Because it happened so long ago, but know, the Braves haven't had their second baseman, Ozzy Albies, for like the whole season. Mm-hmm. He's it, been out this whole he time, back? and he is like outside of Acuna and maybe Olsen. He's like the third or second best player on that team, mm-hmm. batting wise and all that stuff. So he's not even been playing, and he's coming back soon for the playoffs. So Braves are a wagon, bro. Like we going. I'm telling you, and our pitching is great too. Max Reed is a great pitcher. Strider, Strider is a rookie. Right. And he like last like last game you played, I think he pitched eight innings, he had like sixteen strikeouts. It was mm-hmm. like a shutout thing. Like, dude's a dog and he's only a rookie. So, like, Braves are going. The only team that's gonna stop us is gonna be the Dodgers right now, I think. The so, Dodgers are the only team I'm scared of. So the Dodgers <laughs> are the only team that you're scared of. What about uh and then American League Yankees seem to be on top. And the Astros on that side. Yeah. Neither, neither of those teams. Astros are going to probably go again for the for that side. For that side. Also, I'm kind of scared of the Cardinals. Cardinals are the good. They're pretty good. I like I like Paul Goldschmidt, their first baseman. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray, you know. Well, St. Louis. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Other other Cardinals. Wrong spot. Anyway. Wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, well, Kyler Murray was drafted by the A's. He was. And then he said, you know what? I'm not playing this sport. And then he gets smart because the A's are trash. And, and, he, and he just got a big old contract. Look, so, I mean, y'all think. That the Washington Commanders stadium is trash. The Oakland A stadium is pretty trash, and I'm glad that's why the Raiders moved out of Oakland to begin with. It was, you know, you know, it was so interesting trash. whenever, whenever I was growing up watching football, and and any time a team would play in Oakland, yeah, and you just see like you see the dirt. I was like, I was like, why is that what's dirt on the field? And then I realized it. They they shared a stadium. I was like, now how does that work? Yeah. Now how does that work? Now how does that work? But like, um, I mean, by the, by the park right there when they have flag football was on baseball fields and they, like, painted the... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, so, yeah. So, like I said, the only teams I'm scared of are the Cardinals and the uh, Dodgers. Other than that, we can beat anybody. We good. We straight. Um, So, we can get some college football. Obviously, Nichols' disappointing loss to disappointing uh, South loss. Alabama. Um, I'm not worried about it because... I mean, you know. Although, it was a very pitiful game. Very bad. I'm not going to miss the word. That was a terrible game. But, um... I mean, look, it's the first game of the season. We played up. You know, we played a F- FBS opponent. I mean, hey, you know what? We didn't so, get shut out. No, we didn't get shut out. We didn't get and shut out. I feel more better about Nichols right now than I do about LSU. So, <laughs> honestly, take. I mean, so, honestly, that's a win in my, in my book. So, I think we're going to bounce back. We're going to be fine. Uh, Nichols is going to have a good year. I believe I believe in Nichols. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. Um, ooh, this is this is something I just now saw in my thing. Okay. So, obviously, Mason Smith, he's a terrible product out of Terrebonne High. He went to LSU. He's one of the best D-limes in the league. Wasn't he, he the one that got injured last night? Yeah. He is out for the season with the torn ACL. That's he, huge for LSU. He got big. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And if you didn't watch the game, he got injured celebrating. Yeah, he got injured celebrating. He got injured celebrating. And it wasn't like, it was, like, it wasn't like, a, like a crazy celebration. He just jumped up he and He jumped down up, but he just and, landed. And he landed bad and tore his ACL. Yeah, that's... Uh, 
That's a huge blow for LSU, actually. Where Where were you when LSU missed the extra so this point? This is what happened. So I watched the first half. Very, I was very disgusted by LSU. What I saw, and I said, "Well, that game, they're gonna lose that game." Because yeah. it was like at that point they didn't score a point. It was like seventeen nothing at halftime. I think. No, they had scored a field goal. I think. Did they? It might have been seventeen three. Whatever it was. They they it they scored a field goal in the first quarter. Okay. It. See, I don't remember that. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Anyway, so at halftime I was like, "Yeah, they're just gonna lose." So I went. So I went in my room and I started. I think I watched the House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon is on. Great show. That's the uh, Game of Thrones spinoff oh, series. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Oh, uh, I check it out if you haven't seen House of the Dragon. Very intense. Some stuff in there, not for children. Not for children. I mean, but same thing with Game of Thrones. True. But anyway, <laughs> so disclaimer. Um. Anyway, so I, so I was like, I'm gonna enjoy my evening better if I watch House of the Dragon than I would LSU. So that's what I did. And then Leo called me because he was all excited because he was like, Brian Kelly should sell the house. Like, 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 be fired already. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not gonna happen. But first game of the season. So he was joking about that, and he called me, and like it was at the end of the game, and LSU was driving. So I went on YouTube and I found like the bootleg. Bootleg live stream. Yeah. yeah. So I watched, I watched like the touchdown and then like the missed field goal. Yeah. But, well, yeah. yeah, I was I was kind of similar. I watched the first half. I, I went over to some family's house and I, and I, and I said, okay, I'm gonna watch the third quarter i remember it was the drive that they in the third quarter that they scored the touchdown i was like okay if if they don't score here i'm just gonna dip because there's no point well they score on that i was like okay i'll watch well but but what 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 was interesting to me was whenever at the end of the game i i, I, for, I forget sometimes that college rules and, and nfl rules are different you know with the clock and stuff yeah but i remember whenever whenever it was the last play the 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 play that set them up for the touchdown where it looked like he went out of bounds so the clock yeah. stopped but then they reviewed it and like they took forever to review it and they gave him the last play um but but i called it i was like whenever they scored the touchdown everyone was celebrating it was like Woo, we're going to overtime i was like guys they still have to make the extra point and you well, know here's the thing like i know like i was watching espn yesterday and they were like saying like they maybe should have went for two but i'm like no because the field goal, you don't. The extra point that they were gonna it's like a give like that extra point's only twenty yards away. Yeah. Like you're right in the middle of the goal play. That's a kick that your kicker should make ten out of ten times. There's no excuse for missing that kick. Not Unless it gets blocked. blocked. And but, so so if it wasn't blocked and he would have missed it, I would have been like, that that's egregious. Yeah. Cut the guy. That's but. what I thought would happen. I thought he just shanked it. And I was no, just me like, too. Ow. At first, I was, I was like, like, what? Ow. Until until I saw Florida State team celebrating like they were. I was like, oh, they they must have tipped it. And then I saw the replay and it did get tipped. But I mean. It's just that was just a bad game. What what I will say what I will say is, I'm not like you know I'm not like diehard LSU fan or whatever. But what I will say is, only for them when they're good. Right. I'm a better back. But what I will say is is in the second half, I feel like they showed a lot of good things. They played better for sure. They played better in the second half. So whatever adjustments that they made, but but what I will say is is that what was very indicative of the offense in the first half was that it was very boring and it was very safe. They were running the ball, you know. They they were doing, you know. I don't know if it was safe. That quarterback was taking a lot of hits. I was I was waiting for him to get hurt. I'm I'm, I'm saying the play calling was play safe. Calling, yeah. I don't I don't think what what he was doing was safe. But I mean the play <laughs> calling was safe. God. But but in the second half they 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 started doing some motions. They did some RPOs. Yeah, they finally got their stuff together. You know you know they finally did something other than just snap the ball, hand it off, or snap the ball and throw it, which is what Florida State was doing, and they were doing it very very well. You know they did a lot of RPOs. They did some stacks. They they did a lot of motioning at uh, pre-snap, so I mean, yeah. But I mean, so, you gotta hand it to Florida State. But 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 like really. but, but like you said, but like you said, Florida State was trash too. But like you said, both teams should have lost. Both teams should have won. So I mean, 
Yeah. Um, so basically, all we're trying to say is like, oh, she's gonna go five and five. Nichols is gonna probably win seven games, go to the playoffs. So we're, <laughs> we're straight. We're um, straight. <laughs> go Colonels. <laughs> go Colonels. Um. So yeah, that's, that's the football. Obviously, Alabama dominated. That's nothing new. I mean, um, that's nothing new. Ohio State, and you know, um, let me check the rankings. I haven't checked the rankings yet. Let me see the rankings. Um. So but, Notre Dame. Well, no. Okay, Notre Dame played um Ohio State. Yeah. So someone had to lose there. Utah lost and th- and those are the only top 10 teams that lost Oregon Oregon got embarrassed by Georgia like absolutely embarrassed hmm. yeah um, I don't know and then football's weird yeah football is weird college football's weird also they did um they did uh what was what's, what's the order they uh expanding the playoffs I think the 12 teams they did in like five, four years four <laughs> 20, no, like in 2020, like they voted, like in 2026, it'll be like 12, or 12 teams or 16 teams, I think. Finally, jeez. Um, it's one of that. I don't remember exactly I... the number. It's 12 or 16. No, they're just gonna give me the projections. They're not gonna give me the. Uh... They're set to expand to 12 teams. 12 teams. Which, I mean, I mean, I I, I think I think four was way too little. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is what I was looking for. An, an actual someone talking about it. No later than 2026. Yeah, it's so like four years. <laughs> I mean, look, it, it's, look, is it going to be? I know somebody was saying like, yeah, but like outside of the top four, like those other teams are going to get destroyed if they play those top four teams, which honestly is probably true. Yeah, but, but still, you, like, you still makes more interesting. Yeah, yeah. you still allow them to get in there and besides it's not like i mean whatever i mean i think i think i think it's a I'm, good I don't move care. like i don't really care what college football does anymore it's just like no. it's all honestly college football is a mess anyway <laughs> all these like, all these teams changing conferences the nil deals which NIL is good deals. good good you know I, i'm not against the nil deals but you know it's it is a lot of stuff they still need to figure out, and it's a mess. And it, I'm just at the end of the day, Alabama's just gonna win every year. So like, I mean, whatever it takes to get to that point. Who cares? Who cares? Um, Honestly. So let's. I think we can start now. We can start another rendition of game picks. Game. So picks. we each by ourselves chose five games to pick. Um, there may be some overlap. If we have too much of the same, we might have to like quickly like pick different pick games. Pick some other games. Um. But I think we'll be fine, honestly. <coughs> I, I didn't really go for, like, the primetime games, really. I kind of went for, like, the middle of the pack. Okay, well, I kind of I kind of picked the primetime games. Like, I, I, didn't... Picked, I picked one primetime game. Okay, which one did you pick? The the Monday night game. Oh, cool, because I didn't pick the Monday night game. All I right, picked so, all the other primetime games. So, and also, we excluded <coughs> picking the Saints, because we're just going to pick the Saints every week. So, yeah. Um. So, what's your first game? What's the first game you're confident in? Well, I'm just going to start it off <coughs> with Thursday night. Okay. Bills at the Rams. Interesting. And, I mean, I feel like this isn't, like, a crazy pick. But no matter what, it's going to be a good game. you got to think these are arguably the top two teams and their respective conferences. I would say I would say right now if I asked you who's the top um, teams in the NFC and the AFC, I feel like most people would say Bills and Rams. This could be a Super Bowl preview. It, it's, it's going to be a Super Bowl preview no matter what. I feel like it's going to be a very high-scoring game. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to – Josh Allen versus Matthew Stafford, and I think Josh Allen wins that. Wow! And I'm gonna go with the Bills here. Wow, good pick. 
pick. I mean, I mean, like I said, it's not a crazy pick. Now I do have an upset okay. later. Okay. But I'm gonna go with the Bills on that right. one. So Bills for you. Um, so my first game is Browns and Panthers. I had to do it. All right. Okay. And I got the Panthers. Let okay. Me tell you, All right. Let me tell you something. Baker's mad. And he should be. <laughs> Baker's mad. Okay. He won that starting job like I knew he would. And listen, the Panthers, honestly. And hey, and hey, this is one of the first three games of the season where they have Christian McCaffrey. Bingo. So you have Baker that's mad. When Baker's mad, he plays better. You have, honestly, DJ Moore, a solid receiver. Solid. I'm solid. Pretty solid. McCaffrey, their defense, I think, is. is Panthers' defense is pretty good, I would say. You look at the Browns, everything's against them. Like, they don't have Deshaun, okay? They have Jacoby Brissett. Baker's better than Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. So, that's right there, okay? Running backs. McCaffrey's better than Chuck. Mm-hmm. The way it is. Um, That offense is going to have more to overcome than the Panthers' offense. Yeah. Now, look, Browns' defense is a good defense. But also, Baker's played against that defense in practice for four years. So if you don't he, think he, he knows what they're know gonna do, defense. he does know. So that he knows defense. how to beat that defense. I'm telling you. So I I really like I really do like Carolina in this game. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm picking the Panthers to beat the Browns week one. Nice. And the Panthers usually start off strong a lot of times too. So I got I got the Panthers. Okay. So what's your next game? Well, here well here's my next game, and and I think another contender for game of the week. I think I think the game of the week is either going to be the first game of the week or this game of the week. Is the Raiders Ooh. at the Chargers? Yeah, it's a big one. And, th- and 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 this is a really good game because the Chargers, obviously last season they looked really really good. The Raiders had a lot of good additions this off season, and I think the Raiders are going to be a very good team this season, and I think they're going to win a lot of games this season. Mm-hmm. However, this is not one of those games. I think the Chargers. Pull Bolt away up. with this one. Pulls up. up. I think I think the Raiders are gonna need a couple games, like like NFL games with the starters and whatnot, to get into the rhythm. I think the Chargers are largely the same team on offense, and then on defense, you got to think of all the people that they added. Oh, their secondary is good too. Plus, they're getting uh, Derwin James back from injury. They added J.C. Jackson. They added you know Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack across oh. from Joey Bosa. So I, I feel like I feel Hold like up. I feel like you know what? What I will say is whenever the Raiders and Chargers play again, I think the Raiders might sneak away with that one. But I think this meeting, the Chargers take that one. I have them like literally like this. Yeah, like, they're literally that close. Um. Cause I love both teams. They're to me, they're the two best teams in that division. I like them both more than I like Kansas City and Denver. So wow. I got them. Wow. I got the Chargers finishing one in that division. I got the Ra- Raiders finishing finishing two. Bold, bold take. I love what the Raiders did. If they didn't add Devontae or mm-hmm. Chandler Jones, I'd have been like, eh. The Raiders. I'd have them like the last place. Mm-hmm. But because they added Devontae and he already got good chemistry with Derek Carr because of college, and then you added Chandler Jones on that defensive side, right? And then our boy Meek, obviously. I'm, I mean, our boy Meek. I mean, you know, game changer. Come on, game changer. So. Yeah, I like the Raiders and the Chargers, but yeah, I mean that that game's gonna go either way. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, no, and and, and, th- and that's why I'm saying I think it it could be contender for game of the week. Okay, so another game. So my next game, I got Jaguars at the Commanders. Woo! I picked this game because guess what? I think the Jaguars are gonna be instantly better than last year. Oh yeah, coaching alone, it's like a thousand percent better. Mm-hmm. And I think adding Christian Kirk, obviously you're high on him. Yeah, Cardinals guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you get you get Travis Etienne back because he didn't play at you all. You do last get Travis year. Etienne back. And then Trevor Lawrence, I think, is going to actually take a big jump this year. Yeah, he. I, so, I agree. I, agree I think they also one. added Evan Ingram too. By the way, as yeah, they did. They did add Evan so, Ingram. I love the. I love what they did this offseason. The Jaguars. Now, are they going to be playoff team? No. No. They're going to be a six, 
seven win team probably. But hey, but they're not going to have the first pick. Against the Commanders, I mean, look, obviously they have Carson Wentz. They have a good offense. Their defense, obviously, with Chase Young is good. Good. Commanders are a better team. Mm-hmm. But I think Jacksonville comes in with a vengeance and, and uh, takes it. That, I, got, I got them winning. That is an upset because Washington is favored to win that game. So that uh, is an upset alert. Do you have the point line? Uh, I do not have the point line, but I can look it up. It can't be that much. Probably like three points or two points or Let's something. Like I, like I said, the Commanders have a solid roster. Uh, like they're not a bad team, but I just think I think the Jaguars have better momentum right now. The Commanders are a three point five point favorite. Yeah. So I, so either way, I got the Jaguars covering anyway. Money line so is they're covering, so. um minus one sixty five. Jaguars are plus one thirty three. I like the Jaguars. Points spread. I really do. Yeah. That no. Yeah. I, I I kind of agree with you. I didn't I didn't go with that game, but I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think the Jaguars are going to be the Commanders. Yeah, I just, I, I, again, I just think with the offseason that Jacksonville has had, I think it's, it's just the momentum that's carrying them. And Washington still, I mean, they just changed their name and look and all that. It's still some controversy still with them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I just think momentum's the thing. And I, I really do like Jacksonville. So that's my second game. All right. So what's your next game? Third game. I went with the Packers oh. at the Vikings. I did too. All right, who you picked up? This is my upset pick oh. this week i'm going with the vikings wow i got the packers wow and, and, okay so let me so let me explain this one first off you got to think about the vikings they got a new offensive scheme now mm-hmm. where they're going to be throwing it more who are you throwing it to jay jettas are you one of the top five oh, yeah. wide receivers in the league already i mean this is what mm-hmm. his third year yeah well yeah third year third year and he's already top five you know arguably you have dalvin cook you have Kirk Cousins, which, listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like Kirk Cousins is, like, a great quarterback. But he gets the job done. Also, not, not, not to mention Thielen. Thielen is, still, Thielen is still on there. Now, the defense maybe isn't the greatest in the world. But what I'm looking at is that Aaron Rodgers does not have people to throw it to. He has Aaron Jones. He has Bob Tunyon. But I, unless a, a wide receiver steps up, I think the Vikings win this game. And that's why I'm going with the Vikings here. Well, I went kind of based on the defense here because mm-hmm. I think Packers' defense is a top five unit or top five defense in the league. Yeah, their defense is be- definitely better so, than the Vikings. And so I was thinking, like, this is going to feel like old school Packers. I'm talking like the like the early 2010s with him and Cobb. Yeah. I, I think Cobb is going to have a great game week one. I think I think you're going to – I think because Rodgers trusts him. He's going to go to people like Lazard and, and Cobb and Tunyon are going to be his guys. Yeah. So those are guys I think are going to have monster days. I just think I just think Aaron Rodgers somehow wills them to win. I think in the end, the Vi- I have the Vikings winning the division. Actually, yeah, honestly, I really do. I like the Vikings more than I like the Packers. But I think for Week One, I think I think Aaron is just not going to let them lose Week One. I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers won. But something's telling me that the Vikings are going to win this game. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's, that's really a toss-up because again, I'm really down on the Packers this year. But I, I got them winning this game. I just think that. I don't know. Like, like in week one, anything can happen. So I'm just that's why I'm kind of going with. Well, Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna say Packers. Yeah. But I I, I do like the Vikings later in the season for sure. Um, what's your next game? So let me let me let, let's let's pull up the let's pull up the line on that one. I think Pipe Packers are probably still favored in that game. Yeah, they are. Um, but it's only at one and a half points. Ooh. Really close. Ooh. Really close on that one. If it was a little bit, if it was like two points or three points, I would have said Vikings would cover. But I think because it's one and a half, I think they won't cover. But yeah, Packers, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that's a toss-up game, really. All right, so what's, what's the next game? Well, you know we got to continue carrying over from last year. No. <laughs> With my BS. <laughs> the next game that I picked was the Chiefs at the Cardinals. I mean, good game. It is a good game. You know, there are a lot of good games this week. Week one, a lot of, a lot of good games. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. Well, you're crazy. Okay, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick the Cardinals because, you know. But it's not that crazy, though. It, it's not that crazy. And, 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 and here's, here's my rationale. The Chiefs' offense obviously took a huge hit losing Tyreek Hill. You no longer have Tyreek Hill on the offense. The running back situation is questionable at best, in my opinion. The Cardinals added Marquise Brown. You have Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is going to be more focused this season than he was last season. Obviously, you do not have D-Hop, but I still think that that offense is still really good. You have James Conner, who's the clear number one back this year. You know, it's not a committee this year like it was last year with Chase Edmonds and James Conner. The defense is still really, really good. I'm, I think, I think the Cardinals come out. They shut everybody up, and they beat the Chiefs. Okay, I, I mean, I think it could easily happen. Point line on that one is four and a half points. Chiefs are the favorites. Cardinals are going to cover. Cardinals are going to cover that Chiefs one. Cardinals are going to cover. Um, I'm not mad at that pick. I mean, that, that again, game could go either way. Yeah, actually. It's, it's like these games are all kind of close. Like there's like some games I'm like, yeah, obviously that team's gonna win, but like like I would say like 80 percent of it's kind of toss up to me. Yeah. Um. So my next game, I have the Patriots and the Dolphins. Nice, nice. Um, I think if I had to do the one that I'm the most confident in, it'd be this one. I got the Dolphins winning mm-hmm. this game because what the pitch what's going on with the Patriots is that uh their coordinator situation is very weird. I think they might have Matt Patricia calling the offensive plays, but he's a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to work. And then uh, I've got to, they still, I think they have Joe Judge on the staff right now, too. I think. I, so I don't know. I don't. Like, it's a whole mess up there, in my opinion, with the coaches. Right. And their roster. I mean, their defense is still going to be their defense. It's yeah. still going to be decent. I love Mac. I really do. I think Mac's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. But they don't really have weapons and the running back I don't like their running I don't like their running back. Damien Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. It's like there's not a clear cut guy. Yeah. Like I just don't like that. And and I don't know. So I'm very down on the Patriots. Even though they had a I think they had a great year last year to bet they did. Like I you would think they would be going this way, but I feel like ding. ding. But like but like they're going like you think they'd be going this way, but they're going the opposite way. So yeah. So, yeah, but the Dolphins adding Tyreek, they get thrown Armstead. There's no excuses for Tua now. There, there really is no excuses for Tua. And then Dolphins defensively ha- is good as well, good. like really good. Um, so, I really like Dolphins week one. Um, I think I think, they, I think they win. Uh, point line on that one, um, Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, do- see, I don't think Patriots aren't going to cover. I like the Dolphins winning by two scores. So... What's your next? What's your last game? I went ahead, and and this one's kind of a, a easier one in my opinion. I went with the Sunday night game though. I wanted to get the uh, primetime games. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with the Bucks at the Cowboys. I mean, I think this is a pretty easy pick. <laughs> I mean, the Bucks win this one. It's I, not. It's not really a conversation. But what I will say is, is I think that. Um, a lot of people. I mean, yeah. The 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 point spread bucks are seven and a half point. I think Dallas favorites. will cover, but yeah, I'm with you. Tampa's gonna win. Um, 
but obviously you know there's the whole you know tom brady you know taking the time off from the you know team thing you know you have chris godwin who's not at 100 percent, you know stuff like that but I, I really think the bucks just come out obliterate the cowboys you know no issue yeah yeah so i'm really down on the cowboys i've always have been but Dak's first couple years they were good because Zeke was like Zeke and Elliott was dominant good. and it allowed Dak to not have all the pressure on him but like Zeke in the last two three years it just hasn't been the same and then Tony Pollard I like Tony Pollard but he like but Tony but, but you're not gonna run long, him more than 10 times again no and as long no. as Zeke is there yeah as long as Zeke is there Tony Pollard's not gonna become the guy who's like, getting Tony more Pollard's than, good for touchdown production but he's not like gonna be a guy that okay gets the ball a lot on first down First, second, I'm going to give him the ball. Like that's Zeke's job. Yeah. And then, like they lost Amari Cooper. I think Michael Gallup is still hurt. Is he still hurt? I have no idea. About I don't. Him. I don't really know. But like, CD Lamb's now the guy, and I like CD Lamb. He's a good receiver. Like he's good, like. But I just think, I don't know. It's the, I don't trust the Cowboys at all. Like, like it's Buccaneers. He is out as of right now. Unlikely to play opener. Yeah. So you got CD Lamb and. Uh, God knows. Who else? Yeah. Dalton Schultz. <laughs> Dalton I mean, so Buccaneers have better weapons. They have Julio and Russell Gage. They added. Yeah. Um. So even if Godwin can't go, you still got Julio and Gage. So like, and they got Fournette. Fournette's, I think, has finally found his footing in Tampa. So yeah. I like Fournette a lot. Obviously, the O line for Tampa's issues, but Tom is Tom. He's gonna get the ball out. So. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So I definitely I'm with you, Tampa all the way in that game. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and I mean it's not. I mean, I mean, I just, you know, I just wanted to pick the primetime games because, you know, those are going to yeah, be, the, you Yeah, marquee know. games. I feel you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, marquee games. Um, so, the last game I have is Denver at Seattle. Russ's return. We Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. Um, so, I have the Broncos winning this one. It, it, that one's Whoa. Easy one because Seattle is uh, kind of, outside of DK, they have no one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Tyler Lockett. I'll give them Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett and DK, outside of that, they got But, but who's still to him? Geno Smith? Like, come on. Yeah. So I, I Broncos. That's another one I can make like my lock of like I'm confident in. Um, I'm like I finally realized kind of why I'm down on Broncos though, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the trade, and I didn't like it when it happened. What what the Broncos gave up for us? Yeah. Obviously Drew Lock. That I'm not worried about that. But they gave up Noah Fan. I think that's what makes me like mm, questioning a little bit. And you know, Noah Fan's a top ten tight end in my opinion in the league, and I think. Because, like, now that position is kind of depleted a little bit now for Denver. I don't like their tight ends right now. And then, like, obviously, still have Sutton and Judy. They're good receivers. But I think having Fant in the middle of the field kind of... Would have been really good. I think that, yeah, that's another way. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think that's what it is. I think I think that's what I finally came to my conclusion of why I'm not high on the Broncos. Because I think they shouldn't have given up Noah Fant. They should have found a way to keep him. Yeah. If they would have kept him, I would, I would definitely... I'd, I'd be higher on Denver, honestly. So this, is, so, this is my question. How long would you say... Russell Wilson has to be that's uh how's your phone how long how long would you say Russell Wilson has to be like a top I don't know what you know what this okay this is my first question where, where would you put where would you rank Russell Wilson right now in terms of quarterbacks mm, I think he's at the highest he'd be at the bottom of the top 10 like toward the bottom of the top 10 so how many? So how many more years do you think he can perform at that level? Because because I feel like you got to think they they they, they um, did give up a lot for him. So you got to think how many years do they have of? But Russell again, Wilson? I think it depends on what they have around him. Because I think what makes Tom so good now in his forties, 
Everyone's like, oh yeah, Tom can do this and that. They're like, yeah, it's but the weapons. Okay, but but I would but I would say he has some like like obviously Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are not Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but they're serviceable. You have Javante yeah, yeah, yeah. Williams, so you definitely have people. It's um, not like it's not like Anthony Davis and the Pelicans, whatever. Whenever they refuse to put people around him, yeah, um, they put people around them. It's not the right people. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's how old is Russell? Thirty-four, something like that. I think he's got three or four solid years left. He's thirty-three. Yeah, he's, I'll give him three or four more years. Okay, so I don't know if he'll be like now. Like I don't know if he's gonna be like. You know, I'm mean, like the old prime Russ. No, but I think he's still gonna be good enough to where, like you can go to the playoffs and you know maybe make a run to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not gonna be like he's not gonna be as flashy. I don't think as like a Mahomes or a Lamar or somebody like that. Mm. He's gonna be like you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Broncos are five point five point favorites. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely going Broncos in that matchup. Um, that's gonna be a tough night for Seattle. Yeah, that, I feel kind of feel bad. That's I mean, I mean, night. it's in Seattle. Russ comes back first game. You know, I feel like they did they did this on purpose. They did they this stuff on purpose. They were like, let's just put all the return games week one. I like that. Though. Let's get it out the way. I can't have people are like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it's just funny. Because if this game were to happen later in the season, it wouldn't be as exciting. It's like well, Seattle's like one and eight, and Denver's like five and three or something and it's like it's not that exciting it's like well Denver's just gonna win they're I mean we still zero, I feel this I mean I still feel they're the both zero and zero so it's, it's like you still don't know what to expect so because it's exciting because it's Denver I mean it's Russ's first time now in a Denver uniform playing we finally get to see it for the first time and it's in Seattle in Seattle so it, it's more exciting yeah then it's just like later in the season it's like eh, it's just yeah I mean game. I mean same thing with Baker and although it's being played in Carolina it's not being played in Cleveland so but you know point still stands um, yeah so so those are our picks. Um, which pick is right now? Which pick is the one you're most confident? In? What's the one you're like? That's my lock. Bucks Cowboys. <laughs> wow. I okay. mean, if 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 I had to not go with the Bucks Cowboys, you know, and, and it's weird because I guess you could could say I kind of went with like on the fence games with all the other ones. Mm-hmm. The only other one that I'd say I'm I'm confident on is Bills Rams. I'm confident that the Bills wins that one. Mm-hmm. But like Raiders Chargers, Packers Vikings, and you Cardinals picked a lot Chiefs. Of close games. Yeah, like they, all those fun, way. you know, fun. So, so obviously my my lock is Bucks Cowboys, but I if was, I couldn't have the Bucks, I was Cowboys, contemplating Bucks. going Philly Detroit, and I was gonna maybe give Detroit the victory. I was thinking yeah. about you know what? Okay, okay. I, obviously, we only have like a couple minutes left. You know what's so weird? Okay, so I've been I've been I've been you know scrolling on Instagram, sports mm-hmm. Instagram. And I don't re- I don't even remember the page, so I can't even like call them out. But it's probably better that I don't call them out. But it was like it was like it was like all their Super Bowl picks, right? Yeah. I saw the Eagles three times, not to win the Super Bowl, but to make the Super Bowl. I was like, "What is this? What is this?" They're not there yet. Can you can you imagine? Can They're you, close. Can you imagine? I can't whenever be- whenever teams like the Rams, whenever teams like the Bucks exist, and you're gonna put the Eagles in the Super Bowl, like come mm. on, man, come on, man. The Saints exist, and you're gonna put them. Ah, uh, over the yeah, Saints. But, so like, mm, come on. I think because of, I mean, adding AJ and all that. I think with the Eagles, I people, I see. I, I think the Saints can easily go to the Super Bowl this year if they yeah. all stay healthy. I think it's possible. I think the national media is more on the Eagles just because Jalen Hurts is more flashy and the more, they have more consistency. I think coming back maybe. I guess. But and plus, still. we don't have. See, that's the thing too. We don't have Sean Payton this year for the first time. So yeah. I think a lot that also people are. Putting that the factor in, and and, you know, and, and again, I, I said it. I said it a couple episodes back. I'll say it again. I would agree with them 
if our new head coach hadn't been in the New Orleans system for as long as and he had been. And we got rid of the entire staff. The, the entire staff's still there. Yeah. So the only thing that's changed is Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Right so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so those are our picks. Um, We'll add them up for next week, see where we stand. Um, Yeah, so like I said, next show, our show just, I'm, I'm not going to lie, this show sucked today. I'm sorry. There's not much to talk about. Yeah. I mean, outside the NBA, there's not much to talk about. This, this is what I will say. Obviously, next week's gonna be better. Obviously, fantasy has already kind of happened this year. You know, you've probably oh, already done, you've probably already done your drafts. But this is what I will oh, say. <laughs> don't do it 21st in league. No, that that was that don't, was some. Don't God. Don't do it 21st in league because okay, you gotta think. All right, you're drafting what 15, 16 players. Yeah. All right, if we if we if we just pull out a calculator real quick. Let's just let's just pull out a little calculator. Was it sixteen times? Sixteen. Let, let's let's say a twelve-person team. Sixteen times twenty. You've you've got a hundred and ninety-two players. Sixteen times twenty. That's three hundred twenty players. So so if I go so if I go to my league, that's like twelve players. You know the top people available. You have people like Daryl Henderson available. You have people like Kadarius Tony, Rondell Moore, Devontae Parker. Noah Fant's still available. Robert Tunyon's still available. You know quarterbacks. You got Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan. You know guys like that. If you go to our twenty-person league, literally, and you go to look, we have no no quarterbacks are left. Legit, everyone's gone. (laughs) Our top available running back is Kyle Juszczyk. Our top available wide receiver is. Noah Brown, who exactly? Nick Westbrook, Akeem. Our top defense is the Falcons. Our top. Defense. This is there is literally. Dude, the top kicker is a guy that's not even on a team right now. There is literally seven defenses left. Seven defenses left. That was a lot. So don't do it. Don't do a twenty-person league. I think. I think, in my opinion, the limit is fourteen. I think the limit is fourteen. After fourteen, Possibly. you have to start reaching into the bottom of the so, barrel. This, th- I'm gonna leave you with this. I think it's hilarious that I did this. Like, I, I laugh at my own jokes here. Um, you do. So I did. I did do another league last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, you did. I wanted Josh Allen on my team. I got him, so I was mm-hmm. happy. But I also got Camara and like Najee. I got a good team there. Right. I got Saints D. I got a bunch of Saints stuff. So I said, you know what? This Manti Teo was a Saints player. Oh my god. So I decided to t- 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 name my team Manti Teo's Catfish Crew. <laughs> That's the name of my team. <laughs> okay. So. I, I think I think it's gonna be a good year for Manti Teo. Oh my God! <laughs> you're, you're, Check out the Netflix dog; it's pretty good. <laughs> um, so that's gonna do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be better next week. This show sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, um, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. We had some good conversation, but it could be worse. You could have missed the field goal. You know, you could have gotten your field goal. Ball. Sell the house. Could have got a buck. Roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> no, I'm not saying roll tide. Yeah. I mean, even though I just said it, but I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying it again. You tricked you. We got you. I'm not got saying him. it again. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Football's back. Football's back, baby.